If you're a real estate agent and you're tired of cold calling, door knocking, and spending money on ads, then subscribe to this podcast. We discuss leveraging the power of YouTube for your real estate business and how these strategies earned us over $1 million in GCI our first year in real estate. My name is Levi Lassick and my partner is Travis Plum. Let's get started. All right, well, we are live uh, once again, and we are here on uh, YouTube today talking about local versus global. Of course, uh, we're going to send out the link if, uh, is that your phone? <laughs> Should be. <laughs> Somebody's, phone's are, somebody's phone's already going off. Maybe it's Chrissy's. Was that, your, was that yours? Maybe oh, it was mine, actually. Not me. <laughs> I thought it was on silent. That was like a notification after notification. All right. All right. Great way. I tell you what, like I said, last night on our live stream, whenever I came on muted <laughs> for the first uh, minute or so, we may have uh, got the, the video game, the recorded video game down to a, a certain standard, but the live game, uh, I guess we're still working through that. I feel we do absolutely learn something new every single week. And, but I think this is also a great example to, you know, show everybody that, hey, you know, mistakes are mistakes, right? We just have to move forward. And it's interesting, like yesterday we did a, a room on Clubhouse and talked to people. And people come on to Clubhouse all the time. And one of their biggest questions is just overcoming that, that fear of camera. I mean, a lot of people have that. And, and also talking and just how do they talk through that. But then they come on to Clubhouse, which is a live platform. And ask questions, or they'll they'll talk about best practices, or or talk through certain situations. And you know the thing is, is that some a lot of people get nervous from that, but they also do that as well. And usually the point that we we try to emphasize there is the fact that everything always seems a little awkward in the beginning, no matter what you do. Just like whenever you were getting your real estate license, when you got your real estate license. I mean, it seemed like a lot of overwhelming information. You were probably going, am I even going to use this stuff? How many square feet are in an actual acre? I don't know. You know, is that ever going to matter? Uh, and, and you're studying a lot of things. Same thing people argue about school or college. You learn a lot of things that you don't actually use out in the field. But it's overwhelming in the beginning. You start to develop a system and a flow. I remember that that was the way in college, like college, every the beginning of every single semester, you get the syllabus, you get everything, your coursework, and it's completely overwhelming. You make it to midterms, and then from there, it's easy. It's like once you get past the midterms, it's almost you're in the system, you're in the flow, and next thing you know, you're taking finals and you're done with that semester. And then you start all over again. And we, you know, for those that went to college, you endured four years of that. <laughs> you beat yourself up over and over and over again in semesters. You got your real estate license. Think about when you wrote your first contract. And I mean, now what contracts are 15, 20 pages, depending on the state you're in, and then may have an additional five, six, seven addendums on top of that. So, you know, again, that was overwhelming in the beginning, but now you probably write a contract very quickly, very seamlessly and move forward. So, uh, the thing is, is that what we're discussing today is local versus global reach, which that intro actually had nothing to do with any of that. And it was just for the fact that I guess, uh, you know, again, we're, we're learning our way around the live process still. But eventually we'll, we'll get good at this stuff, but that's okay. So uh, local versus global, this is something that we really like to talk about. Now, here's, here's the situation. You know, people can become or agents can become very effective at farming their local market. And there's clearly a distinct advantage to that. I know that, you know, Travis and I have been traveling around quite a bit, going to conferences and, and meeting, you know, team leads and people that farm their areas and have been in their, their markets for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. 
I know we met a guy uh, at one of the last conferences. It, it, his his farm area is 800 homes, but he owns 90% of that market share. It's like nine out of the 10 homes that sell in that 800 home area is going to be through him and his team. That's pretty significant. But you got to ask yourself, okay, is that where you want to live? Do you want to live just in that whole and just in that farm area, or do you ever want to market outside of that or attract business outside of your local area? You know, we talk about with through the YouTube channel, we attract quite a bit of relocation business. And that relocation business, in our opinion, amazing clients to work with. They're extremely motivated, they're intentional, they're decision makers. Fortunate for us, they're selling, most likely selling more expensive homes in other states. And so they're coming with cash. And when people are moving out of state, they they have a timeline and they stick with that most of the time. Now, you know, there's there's circumstances that pop up that maybe, you know, keep them from ending up moving here, but that's not usually, uh, you know, as frequent as the ones that, that do move here. And so, but how would those people ever find us? Uh, we just got an email. We were showing this the other day. We just got an email from Belgium. Uh, who's the, who's the, who are we helping right now? Was that you, Chrissy? We just got an inquiry or Travis, are we, who are we helping somebody from, did you say uh, Australia? Did that come up yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually have a client that just bought a house. That that was David that was working there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, I mean, that... I've had clients from Australia. I've had clients from, you know, Okinawa, Japan. I mean, that's one of the best things about it, man, is you can find all these people relocating from all over the world. And I think one of the best things about it also is the fact that, I mean, you have really ultimately no competition. You know, here locally, if you're, if I mean, you could, lit I had a client that literally just moved into his brand new house in Plano, and he said both of his next door neighbors are real estate agents. He's like, man, that's crazy. You really, because I told him when we first talked, like you could pretty much throw a rock and hit a real estate agent here in the local market. And it's so funny. He was like, you really can throw a, a rock and hit a real estate agent in this local market. So yeah, when you're working with these clients, there's literally no competition because they get to know you, like you, and trust you through video. And that's what makes it so powerful is they're they're loyal to you and they reach out when they're ready so the conversion cycle is so much shorter yeah and so and so the point of that is is that how would somebody from japan how would somebody from australia how would somebody uh from belgium i mean belgium yeah random country right but of course she was american and in her email she said living in belgium for the last six years but in that email as well watching all of your videos and that's how they say it watching all of your videos you think about if you live anywhere near a military base, you should absolutely be on YouTube because think about uh, the military, and you know if you live near a military base, so you know how that works. When the military tells you you have to move, you have to move, and they usually give you about a 60-day timeline, if that, and it's usually to a place that you've never been before. And uh, you're like, wait, I'm getting stationed in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. I've never been to Kentucky. I don't know anything about Kentucky. And guess what? They could be in Japan. They could be in South Korea. They could be in Germany at these, uh, you know, international duty stations. And they could be. And it's, they can't just come into town over the weekend and check out homes. The military is usually like, okay, we're going to ship you out at this date, and that's it. Good luck. Find something, or they give them the option to live on base. And a lot of times. A lot of soldiers are like, no, we want to find a house before we get there. I don't want to move my family from spot to spot because the military is used to moving multiple times anyways. Right? And so uh, they're like, if I can find something and we have sold many homes online, uh, over the phone, whatever you want to call that, because they have found us online, done the research. And, and that's the main thing is it allows people that, that opportunity to do research 
you think about even a year ago or two years ago when COVID uh, hit, we, we were helping people from Canada when Canada had some of the strictest travel restrictions. And some people were like, I, I can't leave. If I leave, I may not even be able to get back. So uh, then they would be forced to buy a house, right? And just live in the US. But no, they very strict travel restrictions. So you know, it looks like we're mostly past that. Although some of these places still have some pretty strict uh, uh, travel. And, and if, and if depending on, well, I don't want to get into all that stuff. But the, the thing is, is that, uh, you know what I mean? It, depending on the situation, these people continually find us over and over and over again. We've also shared the analytics that we talk about how YouTube generates business 24-7 because people are watching videos 24-7. And that's the other aspect of it is you think about our, it's, it's daytime for us, but what is it? It's, it's 8 p.m. in the UK right now, 8 or 9 p.m. In, in the UK. Maybe that's when somebody has time to do their research uh, on making a move to the U.S. It's I don't know, it's probably 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. in Japan or maybe even uh, earlier than that. Maybe they're starting their next day. You know, they could be uh, starting at 8 a.m. right now, and now they're doing their research. But we see our channel is getting viewed at 1 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. Actually, if I just look at the, uh, I could do a quick uh, screen share. I still haven't even figured out how to do this properly, but uh, let's see, share screen. Yep. And I'll go into... Channel analytics. So can you see that, Chrissy? Can you see my screen? Yeah, I can see that. Okay. So I just show on our, our uh, views over the last 48 hours, and you can look at this. 2 a.m., 44 views. You know, uh, if we look at 3 a.m., 39 views. 4 a.m., 34 views. Now, some may say, well, that's not a lot, but the other, uh, the other aspect of that is, is uh, let me see. Oh, just remove myself. I got to remove the screen. So see, still figuring this stuff out. But the thing is, is that that's what you got to look at. 34 people. When's the last time that you cold called 34 people at 2 a.m.? Never. <laughs> Never. When's the last time you door knocked uh, 34 homes at 3 a.m.? When's the last time a round of postcards went out at 3 a.m.? So the thing is, is that video allows... Uh, you to meet people on their research time, their timeline, when they want to find the information. Again, it, that is an, an attraction-based marketing aspect from the fact that people find you and, and consume the content when they're ready. You know, just And that's why cold calling and door knocking and these other methods are so difficult because as we've discussed in other videos and, and uh, other discussions, that's, it's an interruption type of marketing. And therefore, when you call somebody, they're, I'm in the middle of the dinner. I'm working. I'm doing something else. I don't have time to talk about this. And so that's why uh, it's a high rejection-based business as well. And that's what um, tends to get people out of the business very quickly is because they have to get through a lot of rejection. And it really is just people saying, I don't want to talk about this right now. They're not necessarily even telling you no, although you do get some no's. But they're not saying, hey, you know, uh, this is not a good time for me. And then what are you left doing? You're left pursuing them, going after them. And from here, this standpoint is, is that, you know, I would never, ever cold call or door knock or go after somebody. Well, I wouldn't do that anyways, but I would definitely wouldn't do it at three in the morning. And here this person is, whether they're local, maybe they're a night owl, maybe they work the night shift, uh, maybe for whatever reason, that is just their time that they're up. Maybe they're up at 3 a.m. because they have to be at work at 4 or 4.30 in the morning. And that's their time that they, they do their internet time. And I wouldn't catch them any other way. And so this is a way for them to find us, view the content when they're ready, 
and you know helps them make a decision. Then they reach out. And we wake up to messages all the time for that same reason. We wake up to people that email, even call us at two, three, four in the morning. They're probably not expecting to get somebody, sure enough, but they know that they'll get a response by the next day. So that is a way for you to be found, and that is a huge difference between local versus global. And then going back to Travis's point as well, is that we don't feel like we have any competition with people coming from the outside because guess what? They don't know 20 real estate agents like everybody else does here in the Dallas area. Just like if we came into the Dallas area thinking about, okay, we're gonna cold call and call FISBOs and expireds and send out postcards, guess what we're doing? We're putting ourselves in the pool of 20,000 other agents. How many agents are in Dallas? I think it's like over 60,000. 60,000? Okay. Sure. Yeah. So um, 60,000 agents in Dallas. And so what we're going to call go, I'm going to Google that. Yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to jump in the pool of 60,000 agents, start calling the Fizbos and expires just like the 50, 60 other agents that just did that. But agents will do that all the time, but then they'll look at us and say, "Well, I think YouTube's saturated, right? Because I saw one agent making a YouTube video." We're going, yeah, that's uh, that's not saturated compared to everything else you're doing. Open up any of the local magazines here in Dallas, especially especially your local neighborhood magazines. I, the last local magazine I, I opened up, I counted 135 different agents in that magazine because that's who buys all the ads. And you, they get into those neighborhood ads and those those neighborhood magazines are extremely localized, right? Because that is they're farming that area. But at the same time, how do you stand out? amongst 134 other agents in that magazine. And most of them are just placing their, their listed homes or even their sold homes. I'm not even sure why you would, why would you list a sold home on there? I mean, even spend money on advertising that. Uh, and at the same time, a listing, I mean, I understand that maybe you, you might get a call from that, but I just don't see how that's effective. And if I'm looking for an agent, that's probably the last place I'm going to go is open up my magazine where I have decision fatigue and sit here and go, okay, well, any, mini, miny, mo, who should I call? And well, and, and Levi too, like we've done a magazine ad, like we tested that out. Mm -hmm. We actually have tracking on that to see how many people actually called us or, you know, went to the website from that. And it was definitely not anywhere near what YouTube did, not even close. No, I mean, it was no. like, 15 or 20 when I checked the last time. So, I mean, it just goes to show, I mean, that type of marketing is just not that effective. And it, I mean, you can probably attest it's very expensive too. So the ROI on that is going to be low. Oh, that is expensive. By the way, uh, we could bring that, we could talk about that <laughs> because, uh, because now, because what we've done, we've, we've built this business organically, but you know, now we're testing out a couple of paid strategies. Why not? So we got into a local magazine and again, that is uh, hyper-local. It goes to all the doors in a certain neighborhood. In total, one of them was 150,000 doors, okay? That's gonna cost 3,000 a month for a, a full-page ad. But again, that doesn't, that doesn't keep every other agent from having their full-page full page ad in there. And really, they say the back cover or the, or the you know, we got next to the letter from the editor, that's, that's deemed as good, but still, it's like the other, the back cover is like five or 6,000 a month. And it's just like, you know, okay, how do we even, uh, you know, that's, that's hard to justify, but what we've gotten five clicks to the, to the website. But again, nobody's beating down the door saying, I just loved your magazine ad. That was amazing. But we can play all the phone calls. And we, we actually have clips of that, right? Where people call in every single day and say, we love your videos. 
you know, we've been watching your channel. You've provided so much value, so much information. We want to work with you. I, you, but that's a great point. I don't. I haven't, have you gotten a single person that's uh, said, "Hey, I love your magazine ad. It's amazing." I don't think we, I've had anyone reach out yet. Yeah. So, so that's that's and that's the thing is you're you're in you are competing with everybody else in that magazine, in that postcard, uh, making those phone calls, and that that's uh, that's that's a struggle there. Well, and that was a very targeted magazine too. I mean, we weren't in like some general magazine. It was something that was specifically related to real estate. And so the fact that that even by itself didn't really convert for us should speak volumes because people are putting, you know, their name on shopping carts and on billboards and stuff. I mean, it, that's the kind of stuff that just kind of is white noise to people. And with with YouTube, it's interrupt. It's not interrupting their day. You know, it's yeah. part of something that they're actually searching for. We talk about that over and over again. You know, it's so intentional. And the other stuff, it's it's really become white noise to people. With such, we have such short attention spans, we just don't have time to look through magazines and on grocery carts and you know look for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with postcard mailers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, with postcard mailers, I mean, you have to have a very specific strategy, and it, and it's like running ads on Facebook. You need seven, eight, nine, ten different retargeting campaigns on there in order to build the brand, in order for people to see your face, you know, over and over and over and over again. And that's the thing is like, if we're sending out this magazine once a month, it could take, it could easily take a whole year before someone feels like they've seen us enough times to where they feel comfortable enough to reach out. And when you're doing postcards and mailers and all that stuff and you're farming your neighborhoods, I mean, they say that you need to have 13 weeks in a row basically where you're hitting people every single week with some sort of a different creative and it just it translate over to any other you know social media platform and when we launched pay-per-click ads you know and and yes we were getting leads that were coming in and i was taking those phone calls but they're significantly more challenging i mean if your sales skills are not like up to par and you are you know very uncomfortable with talking to people who really are trying to get off the phone with you i mean i had a call with a lady the other day you know, and like she was trying to get off the phone with me within the first 30 seconds. You know, I ended up keeping her on the phone for quite a while and, you know, got that got that phone call. But I've also been in sales, you know, since 2010 and I am very comfortable in uncomfortable situations. I mean, for me, it's not a problem, but, you know, all these mailers, all these different strategies, you know, it, it is really, truly a long game. I mean, very few agents are able to just come in here and, you know, just do a bunch of business right off the bat. And, it, and if it is, it's usually with their circle of influence and that, that can run out very, very quickly. You know, if you, uh, if you burn through 20 of your, you know, friends and family in the very first year, what are you going to do the next year? Like you better have a game plan. And like, that's why I love YouTube so much is because I, like I said, I've been in sales since 2010. I have never in my life seen a better marketing platform and a better quality of lead with such short conversion ever in my entire life. And yeah, we are trying all these other different types and we will figure, you know, other marketing strategies that do work. But at the same time, I mean, we are going to have to be very, very consistent and we're going to have to spend a lot of money in order to convert those leads over and over and over again. Well, and back to what you were saying, Travis, like, I mean, you've had all this experience with Facebook. And so that is kind of, you know, your wheelhouse. You understand that. The average person doesn't know how to do ads on Facebook. I mean, and you know, I mean, Facebook ads for real estate agents are incredibly difficult. You get more rejections than you do acceptance on, on those, especially because there's just so many different like things that you have to know in order to get that through and not to have discriminatory stuff on it. I mean, it's just very difficult to get them through anyway. And with YouTube, it just kind of like flat, flattens the curve for people. You know, the average person, someone who's never sold real estate before, a brand new agent can come in and start showing 
their town and all of a sudden they have this rapport go instantly. An ad just can't do that overnight. And somebody who doesn't have that experience can't do that on average. You really have to spend money with an ad agency in order to get that, um, you know, to have an effective campaign if you don't have that experience. Yeah. And, and it's extremely low converting. I mean, you're talking one to 3% yeah. at the very, very, very max. And that's with text campaigns and email campaigns and a full blown yeah. call center to filter through the leads because it's a, you know, Facebook's a very inexpensive platform to generate leads. But I mean, if you're just running top of funnel, you know, you can get leads for three, four or five bucks a pop, but you're going to have to call through a hundred or 200 leads in order to get one buyer. Now that's the, I mean, I also think, I mean, if that's, if you're limited on budget, I think that's total. That's totally cool. You know, YouTube's free. You know, so if you have time, you know, I, I would highly suggest going that route. But if you have a small budget, you know, you can run the Facebook ads, and they will convert. And and we look at everything as a math equation, right? I mean, if if I spend you know a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars, and I can get two buyers, and that made me you know twelve thousand dollars or eighteen thousand dollars, that's a really good ROI. But when you get to a certain level, you have to also look at your ROI on time. And that is the biggest key factor when running all these other different platforms is how much time is it really going to take? I mean, if you have, if you don't have a lot of time, like me and Levi, we're traveling all the time. We have all these other things going on. I for sure don't have time to run through 200 leads to get to one or two buyers. Uh, then that causes the next you know, problem, however you want to look at it. But then you got to hire more people. You got to hire the agency. You know, you got to hire a media buyer because you don't, you, it's going to be really tough to start managing those ad campaigns and calling through all the leads and trying to get those to convert. So then you're having to spend you know, money in different uh, other different places in order to get those things to convert. So, you know, it's always it's always a time equation and uh, a money equation. But I mean, yeah, I, I think that's why I always will say that YouTube is the best thing I've ever seen in the entire world, for sure. <laughs> well, and back to one other thing that you said, too, it's like when you think of ads and ad strategies, you typically have to kind of segment by location, too. And every country, especially, is going to require a different ad spend, a different type of wording, all of that stuff. Yeah. Whereas you're attracting people from other countries seamlessly when you do it on YouTube, you don't have to do all of that, like, you know, unpacking, trying to figure out which campaign works in India and which campaign works in Canada. You know, those people naturally come to you. And so it makes it a lot easier to not, you know, you don't have to, it's not rocket science when you're doing YouTube. People who are ready to move, especially military, we find that a lot with our business. It's like military people are looking for us anyway. So they find us naturally and you don't have to, you know, segment things out. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I love that point too, because the thing is, is that, uh, is the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I bumped my knee on the table. <laughs> um, so yeah, the thing is, and, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't, not a single agent I know has ever proactively run ads in another country, has proactively cold called another country, has proactively sent out mailers. I mean, where would you even do that? You wouldn't even even think about running an ad probably in India because why? I mean, you may hit, I mean, 90, I mean, 90% of the people who see that ad may not even speak English. You you can't really target by, you know, language. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, why would you even uh, spend money to do that? But the people in India that speak English find our channel, right? Or if they're searching or if they know I want to move, I want to move to the States. Uh, and again, and if it's a soldier searching, then then again, we wouldn't target. I don't, you couldn't target military bases as far as that's it over there. So you're you're finding the people are finding you again on their timeline, on their own, from their the comfort of their home, from their country, 
and that's that's what makes it great. So we've got a couple of people in the uh, in the waiting room. I see uh, I see Jeff. Jeff has uh, his camera on. Jeff, you get, got a thumbs up. All right, we'll bring you on. See what's uh, see what's going on with Jeff. How you doing today? What's going on? Oh, hey, other way. You got to move it the other way. Yeah, there I, you go. <laughs> I'm turning up my volume. So I'm, oh, okay. I'm actually in the middle of uploading videos. Chrissy, I've been, yeah. <laughs> I've been awesome. vlogging since uh, 7 o'clock this morning. So uh, so a little bit of uh, uh, vlogging fatigue, you could say, <laughs> as well. Well, where, uh, where are you located at? Myrtle Beach. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. well, that's not a bad yeah. area. I don't feel sorry for you now no. then. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's 101 degrees out today, so. Jeez. You know, it's like how it is over here in Texas. Better well, catch. beach, I feel like that's even hotter because you've got all that sand reflecting all that heat up on you, too. Jeez, that's yes. got to be a lot. Yeah, well, but that, you... That's why I, I try and get started really early. I've, I've learned that. And the lighting's better, actually, too. Yep. So nice and early. I'm not having to squint so much. You know, so... <laughs> Cool. Well, hey, um, I had actually just asked you a question on Facebook and then noticed you went live. So I figured <clears throat> I'd jump on and just ask it to you. Um, first, before I do that, though, I'll also, I'll, if there's anyone else on here, I can't see or tell, but I guess a testimonial as to how fantastic working with Chrissy is and your team. Gabby's been really good as well. So I guess you've added, so our videos are coming along good. Um, you know, we're at uh, 48 days today and with 18 videos, I just hit 105 subscribers. So I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Peaking over 6,000 views right now. So I, I feel like it's, it, it's coming, it's moving along. I've had a few people, you know, it's, it's, it is neat when you get the people in the comments say, Hey, I love your video. Thanks for this. Can you show us this area? And I've had a couple emails as well. Um, you know, people are down the road, so no, it's coming. Awesome. Um, but uh, my question is two. I've got two questions. Um, one, the question I asked on Facebook, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget, is your pertains to your Google Maps, uh, where you got the 6,000 views from Fury Tacos. Oh, Fuzzies. Or Fuzzies? Yeah, the 600,000 okay. 600, views. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I guess the question is, um, so was that just through your, I guess your maps profile, like as a contributor or a, what do you call I, I think you call it like a, yeah, a guide as actually, well. Actually, uh, so that's a good point. So Alex, maybe after this, we could film that and add it to the course. Um, and I'll just do a, I'll do a screen share on my phone and show you. But basically it's, they, they did away with the Google, my business profile or the Google, my business right. app, you know, they did. And they, yeah. they, you now manage that inside the Google apps map or app, right? The map app, right? Yes. The map app. The map app. Yeah. <laughs> the map app, uh, the Google maps app. Yes. And so you manage Google, my business profile in there, but then also you can post pictures. This is why in my Instagram post, I'm assuming, yeah, you saw my Instagram post, which is why you're asking yes. about it, right? So yes. that's the thing is I'm almost um, over 2 million views in Google map photos. So here's the thing. That's where I said, are you posting, are you posting where it matters? So you can set up a Google, uh, a Google maps profile and you can apply through Google to be a local service guide. And that's pretty much, they just verify you as somebody that contributes. And so that, 
That's why instead of posting that picture of Fuzzy's Tacos on Facebook where nobody cares and it's not going to get right. any reach or anything whatsoever, guess where every, and I know I do this anytime I'm somewhere new, where am I searching for restaurants, places to go, things to do, is I'm looking on the Google Maps app. And so you post it there as a, as a contributor and you can have a description and everything in there. So I, uh, we link in there and say, hey, you know, search, uh, search for Living in Dallas, Texas on YouTube if you want to learn more about Living in Dallas. But ultimately, think about it. You're going to capture locals. You're going to capture uh, travelers. You're going to capture all kinds of people. And you can post whatever has a location in Google. You can take a picture of it. And you can take a picture of the inside, the outside. Uh, if you're getting a meal, take a picture of the meal. Take a picture of the bathroom if you want. I mean, anything that's cool inside that's going to sure. attract attention. I never thought that Fuzzy's Taco, especially an exterior picture, would get 600,000 views, but just simply taking a picture before I walk in, and that's what I do now, which, you know, some people may say that's annoying, but I don't care. It's like, it takes me five minutes to do it, to yeah. snap a picture before I walk in. As soon as I walk into a restaurant, I, I take a picture, I put it on wide angle, take a picture, I sit down, and then whenever everyone gets their meal now, I'm like, okay, let me take a picture of your meal and your meal. <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like going, all right, weirdo. And I'm just going, no, oh, and what I do is I go on there, uh, I review the restaurant, I review the restaurant, leave a review, and then you post your, your pictures on there. And that's, that's driving, uh, we, I just started that in January, or you saw that Fuzzy's picture was from December, and uh, I've gotten a combination of over 2 million views. Uh, so within a... Uh, what are we, eight months, seven months yeah. in, really, uh, seven months in, you know, I mean, it's far, as far as view counts, it's far uh, done better, way better than the YouTube channel, but I can't really uh, correlate, you know, you can't have a phone number on there or anything, so, but all I can assume is that when people are searching, if they're interested, I, I've got, I don't know, 50 followers, well, I've got 50 followers on Google Maps right now, so I'm like, yeah, all right, right. I, start. I have start. no, some 50 people out there think I'm, uh, you know, uh, helpful enough that they want to follow me and my journeys sure. through restaurants, and so that's, that's really it, it's all that simple. value, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect, because you know, I was walking along the uh, intercoastal waterway in North Myrtle Beach, and there's a cool restaurant right there, so I kind of did just what you explained. I, was, I walked in, you know, just got my photo, all, all that stuff, do, do the same, because I'm also kind of working on my Google profile page, which is, you know, everything's kind of um, uh, cohesive with branding, my living in YouTube channel, my website name is the same. I've got that website address name. So working on the Google uh, business profile, you know, I see that like right now, I mean, I'll get about, I can't remember if it's, uh, I mean, I'm, a, a lot, a lot of views, thousands of views on my Google business profile. So I'm trying to, you know, of course I haven't really, seen anything come through that yet. So just trying to, to help kind of up that, kind of link them together, uh, allow them to work together, I guess. So yeah. um, so a question that just came to mind. Are I'm you sorry? doing posts? Are you doing daily posts on those? I'm not doing daily posts. Um, so okay, I would definitely start doing that because you, have, you can actually put a call to action on the bottom of each post and it can track your phone calls you can track if people are calling you through your profile through those posts. So I would definitely, if you can't do it every day, because sometimes it's a lot of energy to do one a day, but if you can do like three a week, that's a really good place to start. That's on uh, Google My Business? 
Or, yeah. oh, okay. We're doing that, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're doing a daily post on those. <laughs> uh, well, I saw, I got a notification actually that we had six clicks on one of our pictures the other yep. day, which, yep. uh, yeah. So what was, we got to look at that picture. Was it anything special? I can't remember. I want to say it was a picture of Dallas. Yeah, well, so that, that's the problem. That's the problem with Google is like, I'll, they'll send me like little summary emails of all kinds of stuff, but they never show me the picture. So it'll be like your Google, my, it'll be congratulations, your picture on Google Business or Google My Profile, whatever they call it. And they change the name of everything every, all the time too. So we'll just do it with Map App. Yeah, no, no, there this is, go. no, this, no, 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 we're back to Google My Business now. So we're posting there and it'll send me a notification or an email and it says, congratulations, your picture got six clicks, which means they clicked the call to action button and it doesn't show me the picture. And I'm going, all right, well, which one is it? <laughs> so, if I do it on desktop, I can see it. Okay. But on, on, on mobile, it's useless. <laughs> so I don't know if... Yeah, uh, those posts are great. I'm going to see if this can zoom in a little bit. I know you can see the... You can see the pictures, right? But I, you can't see right at the top, which is, yeah, I'm at one over 1.9 million views for that. So look, you know, again, it's just, it's one of those things where it's, it's uh, I feel like I'm extending the brand, but whenever somebody goes on my profile, again, you can't see this, but we're gonna, we'll, we'll record this. I'll do a screen record on my phone and add it to the course. And, you know, it has my profile, but that picture is the same as the YouTube channel. Right, and so we're we're really just trying to direct traffic back to the YouTube channel, and right, and if just R and D it, yeah, well we'll put it in the course. That's what the course is for, so you can R and D. I mean, uh, R and D it, right? Yep. So and la la last question for you. Um, so for me, when I'm vlogging uh, an area, <clears throat> I'll do a a community, right? And I never really feature like a single home especially in this market, I just feel like they, they, they're still moving too quickly or there's just nothing available. So I try and focus more on like a neighborhood and then I'll show the amenities and you know what's around that sort of thing. And you know, I've noticed in yours, most of the time you'll show a single property, say, you know, this home is X price, square footage, et cetera. I'm just curious if there's uh, a strategic reason for doing a kind of showcasing a single property or that's just simply how you do it? I think it's just a, it's a, and it's an example, you know, it's an example okay. of uh, you're in that neighborhood and here's a home listed at this price. So sure. I'm yeah. not, you know, what we advise against is what, where I think most agents go wrong is they'll post a YouTube video that says one, two, three main street, like even their right. listing, their listing video. First of all, nobody will ever know to search that. Uh, which is why they typically don't get a lot of searches or, or a lot of views. So, you know, and that's why that's evergreen as well. It's an evergreen strategy, but of course, home home price is going to appreciate. So in reality, it's just a snapshot at the time of an example in that neighborhood. And so right. uh, what people are seeing, okay, you know, when we get back to normal appreciation, which, you know, we're moving in that direction, then if they find that video within the next two, three years, it's not going to be that far off probably, you know, on on there but otherwise it's, it's an example and you're walking around that neighborhood and so th that's it and, and I, I don't I don't disclose address or anything like that so right yeah I noticed that okay yeah. cool all right that's it all right Jeff we're kicking you out okay see ya <laughs> all right no thanks for joining us today let's see Mike and Tammy I I don't see your uh, camera 
or is your camera working? I'd like to get, oh look, Gabby's on with us too. So Jeff was, I'm sure she heard the, uh, the, shot, the shout out. Let's go over to the chat real quick. Uh, let's say, hey, what's up, Susan? Susan here, I have a question about the structure of the call when it comes in. Okay. Like to elaborate? Uh, how do I turn my camera on here? Uh, well, you're in the- I sent her the link. Yeah, oh. I told her to, to use the link from Facebook to be able to get in here. Oh, guys, but say I mean, you're I in- I can definitely answer that question. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're, um, you're asking about, I'm, I'm assuming you're asking about when the lead does call and the lead comes in, it's actually, I mean, it's crazy how, how easy it really is. I mean, these people, most of the time, they're like, man, we, we love your channel. So the, the structure, and, and I'll dive into it just, you know, just a little bit, but it's, it's like a really friendly conversation. You know, I just always tell them, I'm like, hey, you know, like we are super grateful for you, you know, watching the channel, like without people like yourself and all of our other clients watching the channel, we, we wouldn't have a business. So I always thank them right off the bat. Thank you so much for watching the channel, subscribing, and thank you very much for giving us an opportunity to, to be able to work with you and to be able to show that home. And, you know, as we're talking, you know, it's, it's just completely different because like when I called those pay-per-click ads, like she had no clue who we were or anything like that. She just was just, she was really trying to get off the phone for like the first few minutes I felt like until I, you know, finally got her laughing. Whereas, you know, I just simply say, Hey, so look, how, how can we help you buy a home here in the Dallas Fort Worth area? You know, like what, what, you know, what has you moving here to the Dallas Fort Worth area? What's your timeline? What's your budget? I mean, you can really get straight into the, 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 the questions about, you know, you know, how, how many kids do they have? Do they have a family? Are they relocating here for work? Are they relocating because they, you know, they don't want to be in their current city and state anymore because of whatever reason. And those calls, most of my calls last maybe 15 minutes. I try to get as much detailed information as I possibly can. Cause I already know that because they reached out to us because it's inbound, we weren't begging them for business. I know that they're sold on us. So I just make sure that I take great care of them and let them know. I give them, you know, stories, Hey, look, you know, we've sold over a hundred million dollars worth of real estate in the last 14, 15 months. We have a big team, you know, like, and I also, I always try to tell them, Hey, look, we sell so much real estate. Like, like a lot of a lot of clients, I feel like they don't like salespeople because they're really, really pushy and they just they're so desperate to get that commission that they're really going to try to force people into a situation that they may not be ready for. Some people are ready to buy in a year. Some people are ready to buy right now. So I said, no matter what, you know, we sell so much real estate. I am not here to pressure you to buy at all. I never will. Whether you're looking to buy a home in 12 months or you're looking to buy a house right now, I can move as fast or as slow as you want. I have literally helped people buy a home that worked with uh, multiple agents for six months. They called me and said, Travis, I need your help right now from watching the channel. And I was able to get them under contract in three and a half hours. They sent me the address. They said, please, this is the one. My previous real estate agent, he's lost 10 or 12 different offers. And so I was able to get those clients under contract, you know, in three and a half hours. We've helped people in 24 hours, 48 hours. So, I mean, it's, it's insane. And when people come into town, it, like they're here to buy. So once we have that initial phone call, um, if, if not all parties are on that phone call, I really try to push for a zoom. Okay. I really want to make sure that all the decision makers, husband and wife or whatever, I want to make sure that those people are on zoom. I have that zoom call and I go into even more depth about what they're looking for. How many square feet do you want a house that's 2010 plus or newer, really just trying to dive in and figure out exactly what they need. And I show them the map. 
I basically pull things up and I walk them through, hey, if their office is here in Plano and they want to be within a 15 minute drive and they want great schools, okay, well, we need to focus on Plano, Wiley, Frisco, Prosper, McKinney. This is where we need to focus. And I open them up on a map and I build out their property search. Okay, so as soon as we get off that call, I, I future pace them. Okay, these are the things that you can expect from me. Okay, I'm going to immediately set the, set you up on this property search. So I'm giving them deliverables. And then um, I, if they need to get connected to a lender in our CRM, the way that we have it built out is as soon as I drag the card into sent to lender, it automatically fires off a connection email that connects the clients with the lender. I set them up on their property search. I send them to the lender. And then if they are coming into town, because we can help people two ways, we can help them buy while they're in town, or we can help them buy virtually, which is you know basically us going out shooting a 4K video and getting the deal under contract if they find that that works. You know, so that is like a long story short of exactly our flow. And then when I get off the phone, I always want to get a commitment, even though I'm very confident that they want to work with us. I say, hey, look, I'm going to pour 110% into you and your family and helping make this the smoothest, easiest transaction you've ever had when working in real estate are you comfortable working with myself and the Living in Dallas, Texas team? And every single time they're like, yes, I can't wait. I'm super excited. Okay, great. I'm going to send everything over and we're going to get the ball rolling in the right direction and boom. That's, that's pretty much a long story short on, you know, the, how the conversations go and how we lead them into the next, uh, into the next step of getting them pre-approved and then getting them coming to town. Boom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> boom. Bombs drop there. All right. Uh, let's, uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Mike and Tammy, I see. Yep. Mike and Tammy, I saw you come on camera there for a little bit. She, she left a comment in the private oh. chat and just said that she was just here to learn. So. Oh, okay. Okay. She's in. Okay. No problem. Gotcha. Thanks for monitoring that private chat, that top secret chat. Let's see who else, uh, what else do we have in the comments? Okay. All right. Well, Susan says, thanks. Great. And, and we've got a couple in the private chat too. So we can pop over there at some point. Okay, so not at the computer, so I need to post my questions here. Yes, if you like. Otherwise, we can jump off if we don't uh, have any. Oh, there's questions in the private chat? Yeah, there's a couple of private ones. Yeah, okay. someone asked how much the course was, and then Allison had a question about getting videos from you. So I can answer that. Uh, join us at, see the link on right there? Boom, boom, boom. Join us at fivestarstrategycall.com and we'll, we, we cover that. We go over on the uh, overview of that. So, and let's see, what else? Um, Allison's wondering, what's the most efficient way to get videos over to me? It's uh, Google Drive. And so once you sign up for video editing, we'll actually send you a welcome email and it will have all the instructions on how to get started on that. Mm -hmm. There you go. And yes, she can edit out your mess ups. <laughs> we do it all the time. Uh, and don't worry, those will decrease as time goes on. Uh, if well, time we play it up, because like every time that Levi trips, which is like almost every video, we like to play that up. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, Allison, if time could Levi take us through a day of making a video? I well, I feel like that's uh, we've done that in the course, right? I mean, a cover. Definitely. Neighborhood, office, screen share, iPhone, professional, you know, with the camera. Vlogs, yeah, all of you it. You gotta check out the new modules. They just updated those like yeah. weeks ago. So. Yeah, definitely uh, click on how to make videos in module four. Is that module four that we're in? 
I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think it's the first. I think it's the first section there on module four, mm -hmm. how to make videos. We have five different videos on there on how to make videos. And if there's something's not clear after that, then yeah, please let us know because then we uh, we shall, we need to do better. Yeah. yeah, we need to need to do better. So that should walk you through everything there. Um, I don't think I phrased that question right. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe so. Uh, uh, let me see. Try www.mattg, www.fivestarstrategycall.com. Yeah, Mike and, Mike and Tammy says work for them. Okay. Um, no, we have, there's several ways, Mike and Tammy, if you're in the course already, there's, there's several ways to reach out. I mean, you can throw your questions in here. We hosted a call yesterday. We, we are going to start doing the Tuesday Clubhouse calls again. Um, at least for now, for the time being. I just uh, been doing that for so long, it just felt a little empty in my life uh, after the last couple of weeks. But, but we had been traveling quite a bit too, so it was just a little bit to manage everything, uh, clubhouse and live streams, things like that. So, uh, okay, let me see. Yeah, five-star strategy call is mainly for new, uh, new people that want to learn more. So if you need some help, if you already have the course and need some help and everything like that, ask us in the Facebook group. Uh, jump on these live calls, jump on the clubhouse call. Okay, course call on Tuesdays too? Yeah, we do a group course. That's only for course clients. That's a group call on Tuesdays. Yeah, that's and, only included in the course area. So yeah. you'll have to find that there. Yep. And that's with you, Chrissy? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So there you go. I mean, that's four four times a week, four, four, uh, four ways a week. I mean, well, actually, the Facebook group is anytime. And the Facebook group is immediate. So sure. if you don't want to wait for the Tuesday the Tuesday Clubhouse, the Tuesday Course Call, the Tuesday Clubhouse, the Wednesday live stream. You ask in the Facebook, and you'll get hit by about three or four or five people. <laughs> They'll they every time I go in there, I, it's like it's already answered usually three or four times by somebody else, which makes my job easier. Thank you to our Facebook community. We appreciate you uh, always helping us out. Yes, yep. There you go. So all right, well that's all we have in the questions today. Anything. Yeah, I see our Fire. time is up. <laughs> our time is up. Was it the refrigerator open or something? I don't know. Maybe Alex went and got something to eat and forgot to close the fridge. He's born in a barn, this this fellow. <laughs> uh, anything you want to close out with? I'm all good, uh, man. Are you good? Appreciate Chrissy, it. good? We covered it pretty good today. Okay. Um, yeah, is there somewhere to go to learn about all the updates as they happen? Right here. <laughs> And the so, Facebook group. Yeah, we, yeah we, po we posted that in the Facebook group. We let everybody know uh, when we updated, so you should be good to go there. So, you know, we will, uh, you know, let us know. If you're in the Facebook group, then ask, ask your questions there. That's 24, no, that's like, that's more like 18, 7, I guess. I don't know. There's, there's probably some late-nighters in there answering questions. But anyways, hit us up there. But otherwise, lots of content on this channel as well. So until next time, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in partnering with us to access our YouTube course and coaching all for free, schedule a call at fivestarstrategycall.com.